Hello, welcome to the Dave and Josh show. How are we doing, Josh? I mean, not much has really changed on this end, apart from uh, the US overtaking China for the largest number of coronavirus cases. Oh, what big news, though. Jeez. Yeah, they don't seem that worried, too, in the US about it. <laughs> or maybe they no, do right now. No, that's the biggest issue. The, the thing is, it's New York that's in trouble right now. I mean, New York accounts for a quarter or a third of the, uh, I think it's a quarter of all of the US cases. Yeah, and they're running out of supplies, too. Yeah. That's oh, a bit unfortunate. I mean, the food supply issues that are going on, like, obviously, we've spoken about coronavirus a lot, but I remember I also sent you an article about the uh, the food supply being affected by coronavirus, but not only by coronavirus. I mean, you've got the locusts who have taken out a large number of crops in Africa, and then not only have the crops basically been destroyed or a large percentage of them have been impacted... They can't even export what they do have at a good price because the price of exporting the food has actually gone up. So I, I read saying I read something that said it had gone up by three times. So it used to be a dollar per kilogram to export, and now it's three dollars per kilogram. Jeez. Crazy, right? Sometimes in a in a world like this, you just think to yourself, like, is there any hope in this madness? And I've noticed that, especially in our generation. You know, we uh, when we're put in a difficult situation, we hide behind our phones or our computer and or behind our parents, and we just start to self self loathe, you know, or self pity. And I feel like in our generation, we need to actually start uh, looking at li- at life and at ourselves at a different point of view, rather than constantly self loathing. And I know it's hard, especially with all these social medias. We need to actually start creating hope, and I think. One way to create that hope is maybe start believing in a higher power. Yeah, true. But like the thing for me is that like uh, what I'm just going to firstly start off by saying is that if we're going to be talking about higher powers, I'm guessing that you're leaning more towards gods and stuff like that. So what I will want to say is just to yes. start off is that anything, if we're going to discuss this point, that anything we say is purely our own opinion. We're not here to influence any other opinions or beliefs and that, this is very subjective to everyone. So we're not here to alter any opinions. We'd love to hear what you guys actually believe as well down in the comment section below. Yeah. So. But you were about to say. Um, basically, yeah. Personally, I just think that having hope and having that higher power that you discuss, I understand why the people want something to believe in. But personally, I believe that People want something that they can actually physically see, something that's make an actual difference. Because the issue is, is that I do understand that a lot of people turn to God for, or a God for some sort of support, like you said, for hope, especially in these terrible situations. But isn't, shouldn't the actual belief come from perhaps the scientists and stuff that are developing the cure to actually cure the problems that we have? having kind of icons that you look up to. Like, I love that everyone looks up to the um, health workers. I I didn't think you were there, but in Amsterdam, probably a few weeks ago, one or two weeks ago, maybe, they applauded all of the the health workers. And you kind of think that these people have studied medicine for seven, eight years. And I think having that kind of, the belief in those kind of people that are saving lives is far more valuable than something that isn't tangible, you know? Mm. Um. You know, at the end of the day, religion, science, um, 
they're both beliefs. You know, with science, that is the belief in the methodology and the result. With uh, religion, it's the it's a belief in a higher power. And I must say that over the years, there has been an increase in atheism and nihilism. And what I've also seen is that that increase has also seen an increase in in our mental health. Or actually, sorry, I mean decrease in our mental health. Because there is no hope now. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. And back back in the old days, I would say, and I'm talking about back in like the Renaissance age, when there was a lot of, uh, when people did actually believe in God, you didn't hear that much a lot about mental health. And nowadays you hear a lot about suicides. And because of this, because of this belief that we should believe in facts and facts only, it may have actually lost uh we may have lost hope in that sense and i think because of that we see now a spiritual renaissance in our time and age people are now wanting to meditate more or have some sort of belief you know um, an escape not just meditating but the belief in yoga like as an escape and that actually leads to a lot of happiness um i can only say this from personal point of view but when i compare yogis to a man that works on a job the yogis he has less than the man who's a, let's say an investor, but he's happier because he has. Yogis, you mean people do? Calm, what do you mean by yogis? Yeah, yeah. Yogis, I mean like like people like yoga instructors okay, or yeah. people that really follow the uh, yoga footsteps, for example. Mm-hmm. They actually believe in spirituality and believe in uh, maybe in karma and something like that. And I feel like at at a point in age where mental health is the main topic of discussion and we're trying to find ways to cope with it. And one way is to feed young children with medicine uh, that will change the chemicals, which I totally disagree with. Mm-hmm. I think it's better to, rather than feed them, you change the way they think. And I'm not saying, you know, you should become a Buddhist. You should become Christian. I'm just saying maybe believing to an extent that there is a higher power out there that is watching you like a big brother. It could yeah. actually give you some sort of serene, serenity. Serenity, yeah, I know what you mean. So, but serenity, like I mean, the only, the only, <laughs> the only thing is, is that like going back to the point about mental health decreasing. Like, I was kind of thinking about this probably about a week ago as well, but I wondered whether actually, perhaps it's just that it's more well publicized. Nowadays, we've got access to the internet. Like back in the times when life was seen as really good, it maybe it did exist. And mental health was actually perhaps a lot worse than we than we thought. But because it actually wasn't well publicized on the internet, there was no forums. And nowadays, people like to consume content. There's a market for us reading all these news articles. So more and more news articles are obviously going to be published to get us to read. So I think perhaps it could be that mental health has decreased due to, like, actually it's just better publicized. But I, going back to the topic about whether we should or should not believe in God. I remember reading a um, really interesting point that I just didn't really know about. And that is, I think it's around 50 or 60% of atheists were actually raised in church going homes. Like to me, that was a, a pretty interesting statistic because at some point they obviously lost their faith. And it's kind of like when the reason for them losing their faith supposedly was because they were never told why they should actually believe something and they were only told to believe something. It's a bit like, 
if you're if you're learning something, you're never going to truly understand something if you don't know why something happens. You only truly learn something if you understand why it all comes together to produce a certain result. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe maybe the reason to, like you said, the reason to why they don't believe in is because the explanation of why isn't answered, right? But maybe maybe we're looking at it from the wrong point of view. Maybe at the end of the day, it's all subjective. And people like religion because it gives them hope, right? Mm-hmm. As we mentioned before. But with with atheism, you 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 hope and you depend on yourself. No, it's okay, go with it, bro. No, just think it through the idea. But I, I think I know what you're trying to say. But the thing is, when people look for something that they 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 need some hope, like you said. But I think what kind of is counterintuitive that people's mind also say they have these kind of mental or intellectual challenges where they actually think, well, like okay, so God is meant to be all of these great things, right? And he created this amazing world. But like, if God is so loving, why is there actually so much evil in the world? Why do we have terrorism? Why do we have um, fraud? Why do we have theft? Like theft and um, basically just murders, all these terrible things that happen. And if if God is such a, a loving power... Why do all these things happen? Why would it, why would such a good God even send people to hell? Surely a good God would see the good in everyone, you know? So I think sometimes subconsciously these challenges are what stop people. I, I think the thing, the thing with God and a higher power, it's not about why do we have all these all these evils in the world. It's how do we deal with all these evils in the world? True. And you hear that? Big, uh, big old jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I digress. It's so good. Uh, no, but it's it's not a like I said, it's not about why do we have all these evils in the world. It's about how do we deal with all these evils in the world. And I think rather than using a, a higher power as an explanation to why you use it as a coping mechanism. Um, so when there is evil in the world, you rather than saying why is there, you try to understand why this person feels this way. And then you try to feel, because at the end of the day, the person you want to impress is yourself. And I feel that with a higher power, that it can help you impress, it can help you lead to impressing yourself even better because you, because you believe that there's a higher power, you believe that you're protected. True. I I, I can kind of see, so perhaps it could be more the fact that perhaps it isn't even the belief. Perhaps the belief only is a desire basically for unity. Religions are a huge collection of people. And I guess in a world that sometimes where people feel so isolated, that having a common belief with a load of other people opens up a whole new possibilities to meet new kinds of people, make new connections. And perhaps it's just that, perhaps it's even out of a place of loneliness and that over generations and generations, that's been something that people can turn to because it's maybe it's not even the God. Perhaps it's just that group of people that everyone has a common hope. So that's, I can see your point. At the end of the day, uh, what we should also realize is that, um, mm-hmm. you know, believing in a, in a higher power of God or whatever is, um, it's a social construct, but also believing in the science, that's also a social construct. And it leads me to questioning, what can you actually believe? 
Yeah, honestly, right? I don't think like yeah, it's very difficult. But what can you actually believe? Like, as in, there's a lot of uh, science or um, love research that was made during the 70s and the 80s. And what they actually found was that all that research, when they try to replicate it nowadays, they couldn't replicate it. So what we learned from science books, and we didn't question it because, you know, it's based on science and it's based on numbers, actually aren't true because we can't replicate it. And that, in a sense, that's the same with the higher power, right? You can't, you can't, when you, when you ask someone, um, why does God do certain things? You can't find an explanation to that. At the end of the day, I guess it's maybe just, you start, try to believe in something that works for you at the end of the day, right? But um, mm. do you have something to add to that? I think, yeah, I think that's probably the best way to look at religion because it, the sad thing is, is that religion causes so many issues in the world as well. Like the thing is, the re- that's the thing that I kind of keep getting stuck in a bit of a paradox about religion is that religion is seen as an all peaceful thing usually. And I know different religions have different beliefs and different ceremonies and the way that they do things. And I understand that, but I just don't really understand that all religions kind of have this common belief about being kind to people, yet all of this negative stuff still happens. And that a lot of wars stem from religious beliefs. And that's kind of the thing that frustrates me. But that's maybe because the people that, you know, because you have a lot of different preachers and they have different points of view on um, on the Bible or the Quran. And they create a different social construct compared to another priest that believes in the same religion. And that already leads to some sort of conflict. And I think it's not necessarily religion that's creating this conflict. It's the that everyone has a different reality. And no one can agree on a single reality because there is no single reality. So, for example, the way mm. the way I view you is very different to the way you view yourself. And that is very different to the way your mother views you. And that is also very different to the way your brother views you. So no one... No one can agree on who Josh really is. Same with David. And I see, I, I say that is probably the same with not only science, but also just religion. Hmm. So that everyone just basically has a different point of view on the same yeah. overarching and idea. Maybe rather than just focusing on his reality is wrong or her reality is wrong, we should focus on what is her reality and why and understand it and appreciate it and that's it that's the thing that i yeah that's the one point that i've got to say is that i i just don't believe that people should be influenced by different beliefs i reckon that like obviously don't get me wrong everyone reads different things but i reckon that people should never be forced into a certain idea like i grew up in a household where both of my parents were christian but they never they never got me christened because they said it was up to it was up to me to make that decision. So mm. I just don't think that anyone should be forced to believe anything and that everyone should be everyone should be actually ready to kind of take on life as they see it. And this goes back to the point that you were saying that it's quite unique. I think it's such a subjective opinion that, yeah, I think everyone should make their own decisions on this. Yeah, and I'm actually quite interested in what um, other people think and oh, other people's uh, reality. So... 
for the sake of it, I would like to have everyone just comment in the section below what they think mm-hmm. about not just this topic, but what they view as or, or their social constructs. Yeah, I definitely agree. And yeah, you should definitely, if you really enjoy this content, I would love if you would uh, subscribe and uh, put a like on this video. We're going to try a few different questions as well. We might experiment a little bit next week with some, uh, some more lighthearted questions as well. So hopefully you'll come back for that kind of content. Catch ya. You.